Hey, this is character actor William Sanderson, and I'm telling you to subscribe to patreon.com slash house of decline. This is definitely him and not someone imitating character actor William Sanderson. I hope he doesn't sue us for this impersonation of his voice, which is me, William Sanderson. Uh, and this is James Mason telling you to to go to houseofdecline.com and get all your favorite comics. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing these tepid impressions. I'm doing my tepid impressions to advertise. I really hope we don't get sued by the estate of James Mason or William Sanderson for advertising our Patreon or, or our website with their voice likenesses. Go to the website www.houseofdecline.com.com That's the ones. You're having, you're having a little bit of double vision there. I'm sorry. I'm you're, drunk. you're having your double spells again. Yeah, I fell off the wagon uh, five minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, which wagon? The alcohol wagon, the weed wagon, the PCP wagon? The alcohol, weed, tobacco wagon. Um, oh, and, the and firearms, too. <laughs> there you go. You got the, that whole organization down on you. I'm, I'm addicted to firearms. I can't stop shooting off my firearms. I'm shooting up to 20 a day. It's, instead of the instead of the Bureau, instead of the being called the ATF, why aren't they just called the Bureau of Awesome Shit, man? <laughs> they, could, they, they could be called the Bureau of Super Cool Shit. That's so true. Like um, They should be the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, surfing, ninjas, <laughs> you, know, you know, all the cool yeah, stuff. Bacon. Yeah, bacon. Uh, what else? Positive, sex positive sex work, you okay. know? Yeah. What else is cool? Um, Patreon.com slash House of Decline. <laughs> there you go. That's the, the, the alcohol, tobacco, and Patreon.com slash House of Decline. That's the Bureau. We're so cool um, we have to be regulated. <laughs> I love how the theme of this this show has morphed over time where we're basically, um, we're going to try and imitate the Chapo model of success and be like, we're going to have a, a skewed take on on politics. But no, neither of us are political mavens. What's a maven? Is that like a male raven? Yeah, it's a male raven. It's cool. a maven, you know, cool. and they're known for their knowledge about things. They're Caw. known for their their extensive knowledge. <laughs> yeah, Caw. Caw, bro. You know, you you relate to the crow. Oh yeah, you've always related to the crow. Oh, that was one of my first DVD purchases as a young boy. <laughs> the crow was one of your. Uh, what was my first DVD purchase? Lord of the Rings and Yellow Submarine. That's funny. Yeah. Um, you achieved a minor internet fame uh, with your gay Beatles. Do you remember that? With, with my with my gay Beatles back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, you made the Beatles, yeah. but they were gay, which is um kind of your whole personality. That is my whole person. What if the Beatles were gay? That's you. It's Come like, on, that like, could, that could be a great thing. What if they made all the all the pop songs? What if Paul McCartney he was all up here and as what if I was sucking a lot of dick instead? You know, what if? Hello, hello. But what if I said hello, goodbye, with a dick in my mouth? It was a. <laughs> new, new from Rhino Records. It's the Beatles with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Dear Pussy, what you can't Dear Pussy. We're getting around the censors on this one. All the Beatles songs with a dick in your mouth. What? what? Uh, and the walrus. <laughs> okay, we go. There we, you go. Some, we are on uh, news.yahoo.com today to yeah. try to bring you some of the news. Um, and it's, yeah, we're going to Yahoo straight to the source. So some news out of South Sudan. Um, oh no. South Sudan. Yeah, so six journalists in South Sudan have been arrested over the circulation of footage appearing to show President Salva Kiir urinating his pants. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> this is an interesting story that you've covered. A, this is a troubling development. Um, I have no, no comment on this. <laughs> I don't know anything about African politics. This this one glimpse of it. I'm sure there's like a whole history South Sudan that I'm missing. But you know, I would kill those guys, right? You got to kill them. They have they have the pee pants video. Uh, it's pretty funny for there to be an actual like piss tape of a president. <laughs> there is an actual America piss America was so obsessed with the potential existence of one, and here we here we have a a, a president with an actual pee tape and uh, yeah. 
he is uh he's doing he's doing oppression and yeah, that's that's no good the the journalists need to release the p-tape to, uh, it's very crucial for south sudan to have the p-tape released i don't know anything about the the politics of south sudan but i i'm going to weigh in i think the p-tape should be released and so should the journalists and i think uh, ben ben affleck should make an argo like movie about the p-tape here we go here's some good news from yahoo news um Alabama woman who joined ISIS hopes to return from Syria camp. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. You know how they have those soldier videos where their dogs are super happy to see them when they go back for war? It's like, (laughs) I came back from ISIS. Oh, Birdie, you missed me. Oh, you're such a good girl. I came back from ISIS. (laughs) Oh, no. The Obama administration canceled her citizenship. You know, people talk about being canceled. Have you ever joined ISIS? That's real. The real cancellation. You get so right canceled when you join ISIS. <laughs> I like how she, she left when ISIS is sort of winding down. She's not really a diehard. You know, the organization has long since been at its peak. Yeah. It was kind so of like, it's like she lost a bet and she had to go join ISIS. <laughs> yeah. Modern ISIS. Modern threadbare ISIS. Uh uh, what if it, it's just like a, a, a club now? It's just a bunch of guys that hang out and barbecue now. Um, yeah, it's a pretty exclusive club. Uh, mm-hmm. The government keeps killing the leaders. Yeah. What's, what's, old, what's old Biden doing to fight ISIS? Anything? Yeah, they should come back. They should have They should have a resurgence as, as America's villains, number one. It's been Putin for, yeah. for so long now. It has been Putin. And there's no news on Yahoo about russia though so yeah I guess who's that, not covering the ongoing hmm. ukraine russia conflict i guess that whole thing's kind of winding down uh i'm just gonna assume that it is I don't really yeah care. It's, nothing's happening there at all they're like they're on the beach they're having mojitos in in donbass you know they're like oh what is this war i don't know let us make mojito the most tropical of drink to us in russia yeah i mean ukraine that is where we are but it's Donbass, so who knows? We might be sympathizers. We might be Z guys. I guess uh, most of the uh, news was the the clown show, uh, the the absolute just clown show in Congress. <laughs> Those clowns in Congress are at it again, and now the clowniest bunch of clowns in the clown wing. You know, we're talking. People talk about the left wing or right wing. We're talking about the clown wing of Congress. Yeah. You know, people talk about checks and balances. We're talking about clowns and balances, all right? People talk about the electoral college. We're talking about electoral clownage, okay? You know, they failed to elect the speaker William McClownthy and Alexandria ocasio Clownthy. Yeah. <laughs> she was smiling all the way. All, all these de- the Democratic people have uh, have staged a bunch of photo ops of them, you know, smirking, looking a little <laughs> smug at the Republicans. I'm just a, you mentioned the crow. I'm imagining AOC going full crow makeup when she's finally had enough. <laughs> <laughs> why is that so funny? That's I don't know why funny. AOC dressed as the crow. It's so funny. She, yeah, she's like bringing in a bunch of guns and shooting everyone in Congress. <laughs> no, AOC, yeah, yeah. don't go the don't do the crow. Don't, Don't be the crow, AOC. Now she's got to be the crow. You know, she came back. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she's got to exact her revenge in an Alex Proyas-directed uh, existential nightmare that uses a bunch of German expressionist high angles and, like, oh, the cheapness of the set. Man, the crow is so fucking good. And it, it's it's crazy to me that Alex Proyas is not looked, looked at as a better director because he, like... Knock two bangers right out of the gate. The Crow and Dark City. Oh, yeah. Great. And that's, then great. Uh, his most recent one is is the very poorly remembered Gods of Egypt, hmm. where uh, it had it had Jamie Lannister, Nikolai Coster, Waldau playing a giant white man who was Horus and the hero of Egypt. It, and he, uh, he caught there, some flack for that. Was there flack? Yeah, flack because he had a white guy playing an Egyptian. 
Yeah, he had, he had, not just an Egyptian, a giant white man towering over the, the brown-skinned Egyptians <laughs> and being like, you are our god, Nikolai Kosterwaldo, you are our Egyptian god. You know, which is funny because Alex Proyas is himself a white Egyptian. He was like, I don't see what's there are white Egyptians, I am a white Egyptian. Oh, really? And he was like, totally, yeah, he's, he was born in Egypt. Oh, he's well, like, I guess like that's a, sort of a, a white Greek guy. Um, uh, acquits the bangles as well. The Bangles? Oh, for Walk Like an Egyptian? That's right. Thank you. Thank you for catching my 80s reference. Uh, there this you go. I love House it. of Decline Because you 80s think there's more reference. to that song. What? what? Yeah. Well, Walk Like an Egyptian, it's a very it's a very interesting song because you wouldn't think you would be able to stretch out the concept of walking like an Egyptian mm-hmm. to like a whole song. But that's what the entire song is about. There's no like love metaphor or like... Uh, you you like walk like an Egyptian. Oh, is it about you know uh, uh, participating in something? Is it about going back to ancient times? No, it's just about doing a, a funky little dance that is perhaps racist and culturally appropriative. Hey, well they get a dig in against the cops in the song. Uh, uh, in walk like an Egyptian. Yeah, they say if you want to find all the cops, they're hanging out in the donut shop. Boom! They sing and Roasted dance. Roasted cops. Yeah, they sing and dance. Oh, way, oh. They spin the clubs, cruise down the block. So that's that's cool. Not, the Bengals redeemed. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not <laughs> racist. They're not anti-Egyptian racists like Alex Prias. Yeah. Uh, also, in Gods of Egypt, you have uh, the dear departed Chadwick Boseman playing Thoth, but he plays him gay coded, which is <laughs> which is a funny choice. What's Thoth? Thoth, the god of knowledge. Thoth, the god of wisdom. Thoth. Sounds He's a like, big librarian. He, I mean, it does he sound like a, a, big library. a gay guy trying to say sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Thoth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Chadwick Boseman plays the best like an area game. So, I am Thoth. I am the god of wisdom. <laughs> and I don't know why I decided to play him gay, but, you know. Well, the morphine from the from the cancer. Right. Can this do. was pre-cancer. This is a pre-cancer Chad- <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> You know, when he was really, he was really in his pre-cancer prime. We shouldn't joke about that. He's a beloved figure. I did not see the new Black Panther movie. Oh, well, that's, I did seven times. (laughs) How did you enjoy it? (laughs) It got better each time. And and I'm going to see it again tonight uh, when I'm, I'm, because I'm off the wagon. I haven't seen it all fucked up on um, alcohol, firearms, and weed. So I'm (laughs) going to bring a bunch of those things to the uh imax and yeah. going to have a great time there well man i i just went to avatar on shrooms i had a crazy time okay man but have you seen black panther wakanda forever on shrooms you know however after oh it's avatar it's got some it's got some jellyfish it got whales who cares this has this has also underwater people but they're hispanic okay <laughs> and you know why why were there no why why weren't the the navi the water navi hispanic in in avatar is my question i just i don't know i, I thought we that. established that as a trope Did you know you the that, under that playboy interview with james cameron about like the the titties the the he he made comments on navi titties yeah he was like they don't they don't they're not mammals so they yeah. didn't need to have titties but i gave them to them because i know how 13 year old boys like want to see them so yeah <laughs> and people on twitter were like so problematic i, I don't know it's, uh, i think you're going to want to fuck them is a very good marketing strategy what, what i love about james cameron is he still has that like roger corman attitude where he's like, kid, we're making a picture, so you gotta put some breasts in there. Right. You gotta put some blood in there. You gotta, you know, make it a show. You make it a spectacle. You gotta give the people what they want. But he's doing it on this massive scale, <laughs> like where Roger Corman was making stuff like the Telltale Heart for like a dollar. <laughs> Fucking James Cameron is doing this billion dollar uh, Fern Gully epic, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's fine. I'm, you, I'm not. I don't want to see it in the theaters. Yet? No, I, I got paranoid about COVID again because, you know, the, apparently COVID's exploding in China. And so I figure if it can happen there, it'll probably happen here again. And uh, so I've, oh. I've been reticent to go into public spaces. So my paranoia. I see. My, my extreme prejudice, my extreme anti cinema prejudices. Your sinophobias. 
I fucking hate Nicole Kidman. I don't want to be reminded, you know, the, the magic of movies. Here, you'll see a bunch of movies and you'll feel good. What if it's like, what if you were in The Little Mermaid and you were a mermaid and you had a fish pussy? Instead of a regular pussy, you had a fish pussy. It's the magic of movies. That's what I say, Nicole. Yeah, I don't need her talking to me. I don't need her talking to me about that. Uh, uh, Back to clown gris. Back to goddamn clown gris. Uh, (laughs) Have you... Uh, what is what's the deal? I, I'm not even versed on what's happening. So like the 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 QAnon wing of the party is not it, they're not voting for McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. Yeah, well, well McCarthy refuses to accept their the concessions and the con- like all they all that they want is for there to be no litter boxes in the bathroom. <laughs> and McCarthy refuses to. Stop putting litter boxes in all of the bathrooms. The goddamn woke bathrooms with all their litter boxes. <laughs> they're calling him a fucking furry, dude. It's gotten they're really co- ugly. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're you? all of these accusations of of furries going across. It's like two thousand five era something awful. I know. Yeah. So that's basically what's going on. Um, they've all started dressing in the fursuits, and um, it's uh. It's really, you know, C-SPAN ratings have gone off the charts. So, like, the C-SPAN executives are, like, chomping cigars and celebrating. Like, ah, I love when there's strife in the Congress. It's the best we're making. We made $500 yesterday. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've just thought of something about how everything is turning into something awful now. Mm -hmm. The greater low taxification of reality. Right. I have a theory that when Lotax died, you know, his soul infected everything. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now you know, we're just on the road for all of us Lotaxing, whatever whatever that portends. Well, Congress is basically like a forum. I mean, it is a forum. You have to have a... Yeah. They got something called a quorum, which is almost like the word forum. So I'm assuming it works the same. You got to pay $10 to, to get a membership. There's like an admin. There are mods. You know, there's mods yeah. in Congress. And, the best, um, the best posters are freaky alcoholics, <laughs> and there's like a little, there's like a little revolt going on, and and uh, the mods and the admin have lost control over some of the members, and they've staged this revolt, and they're giving concessions, and um, you know, what did uh, what did low tax do? He, like cheated? I on mean, his we wife were talking about QAnon mm-hmm. earlier, and the low taxification of real that all comes from low tax. Low tax bans the anime or the hentai, right. and so right. 4chan comes about. Moot makes 4chan, and then all that stuff happens yeah, moot, as a result moot bans, of it. Moot bans like pe- like explicit pedophile content, and so then they yeah. have to make 8chan because that's yeah. what that's for, and then. Um, the freaks by 8chan over in the Philippines. What's his name? Uh, uh the, yeah, name? son and mustache. A mustache and son. Uh, um, mustache and son. And uh, they, they, yeah, I forget their names. Then they plot with HBO to come up with QAnon because of the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the massive, massive ratings the that they can like, get for both that documentary yeah. and Andrew Callahan. <laughs> I, I saw it. Did you see this place rules? No, I don't. I don't care about that anymore. Uh, yeah, I it's it's really good. I I don't know. I, I, there's something about Andrew Callahan. I like that guy. Oh yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm not against him. I like him. I just don't. I don't care about that anymore. I don't care about um the people in America. Uh, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Don't I'm sorry. don't lose your head over them. Don't lose your head over the freaks. I mean, over the goddamn freaks. There's a lot of bad shit going on in America, and I don't have time for that. I gotta do my diet. I gotta do my um. Uh, what else do I got going? I got to do my walks. I got to do my, uh, uh, what am I doing? Uh, oh, Wordle. Got to do my Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you still doing Wordle? I mean, it's like the easiest puzzle ever. Uh, I like so, easy puzzles. It's such an easy thing. It's not. It's, it's not the lament configuration. Oh, you like Wordle? Perhaps you'll like the lament configuration. I do a lot of lament configuration. I really like Hellraiser. There's something about Hellraiser that gets deep inside me. Um, there's a fun take from this 
I guess, fascist website called Unheard. You know that fascist un- website? <laughs> no, I, why are you on a fascist well, website? Well, I wasn't on it. It was being memed to death on Twitter because okay. someone, some lady wrote an article about how big butts are, like, white people oh. shouldn't like big butts. <laughs> it's pog discourse again? We're back to pog discourse? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, the white race should not like big butts. People. Is that like, was that a joke? Was that a specific troll or was that no, a, like an actual it's like piece an actual of... take. So there's a bunch of very funny okay. tweets about how you're actually like, you're racist if you like big butts. And so <laughs> people were like, I guess my dick racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, it's the Sir Mix-a-Lot song. I like big butts and as a result, I am racist. Well, I mean, Sir Mix-a-Lot wasn't racist because he was black. But uh, if a white person was singing that song, yeah, they would they're have grasping to cop to racism. straws for the next culture war thing. I mean, they're kind of going back and rehashing old ground because I think like Libs of TikTok was posting something about uh, like, you know, some lady who's saying like anti-fatness is anti-blackness. And uh, it's like this person's not in a this person making a TikTok is not in any position of power, really. Like, why can't they just make a video saying that it's fine? I don't care. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Whatever. So they they have no they have no that the I think the a lot of the previous stuff didn't really stick because no one gives a shit. May, I'm just culture. probably extrapolating from myself, but I got tired of like outrage news cycles a while ago. Yeah, I mean, I still get roped into it occasionally, and you know, there's some news cycles which are so horrible where you just you know can't feel uh, doomed about the world. You know, when when the Paul uh, when when the Pulse nightclub shooting and not the uh, the Club Q nightclub shooting happened, also the Pulse nightclub, I was you know left devastated from that because uh, it felt like hey, I could I could have been somewhere like that, but you know I, I it's hard to get it, it, that's not the outrage news cycle. That's just or is it? It becomes subsumed into the outrage news cycle where you start arguing about things tangential to like a massive tragedy, but uh, you just end up dancing around it. It's just a way for your negative feelings about it to get out in a sort of unproductive way, but they just get out regardless. Uh, but yeah, I, I, my own brain, I, I've just recognized, especially like on Twitter, like a year ago, I realized that it was giving me these road rage like symptoms where I, I would have my heart rate increase and I would, my veins would pop out and I would, you know, start sweating. And this was just, you know, in reaction to, uh, prompts from right-wing people or homophobic people all that shit where you're tempted to dunk on them and there's some people that can do that there's some people that can handle handle twitter responsibly where they can argue on the internet and it doesn't give them that you know fucked up adrenaline rush that uh, increases my cortisol levels and makes life unfun for me I think there are people that can handle that argument but I'm not one of them and I realize this about myself and I I intentionally now only use twitter for jokes uh, if i think something is going to breach containment and it's going to get me in trouble i'll delete because i don't need that shit i don't need those road rage symptoms in my life yeah um, i, I stop following om- almost anyone who puts too much news on the onto my timeline yeah and still pay attention to the news don't like unplug completely but find a way to curate it for yourself where it doesn't have that stimulus response effect where you're immediately encouraged to comment on it with your most shallow take possible, which is what these mediums uh, want you to do. Try and unless you're good at it. Some people are very good at it. If you're good at it, do it. But if you're not like me and realize this about yourself and don't do it. 2016, I was getting too many Reddit accounts banned. Um, (laughs) Why were you getting too many Reddit accounts banned? I was still drinking and I was, uh, you know, You can find some of these great comments that I made. Like, I made some crazy fucking comments on Reddit in 2015 and 16, which, yeah. to my knowledge, are still there. But I'm several. I've, I'm several accounts past that account now. But <laughs> the, uh, the what I came up with was this new strategy of just I just never look at the replies. So I make if I make a comment that's like kind of a troll comment, I won't ever. I will not look at the replies because that's kind of how you get banned is when you start a flame war. Yeah. So I'll make like a comment like, like, you know, all pit bulls should be euthanized. 
and then I just won't look at the replies of everyone being like, not my pit bull. Um, <laughs> and that, that's been working out great for me. Um, did you, because the trolling experience is you get pleasure from misleading people and, you know, pushing their buttons. Yeah. Um, and it's worth it because obviously these are deficient people, so they deserve to have their emotions manipulated like this. Well, yeah, I mean, I never really get that pissed off either when I see a comment that, like, isn't a reply to me like a troll comment i like i'll chuckle i'll just be like <laughs> good try like good for you but when i if it's something i kind of care about and i make a comment and someone replies to me like you're an idiot then i will get mad and then i'll reply to them and then there's name calling and then i get banned so i just don't look at the replies to my <laughs> comments a lot of times on twitter i'll make a comment and then immediately mute the conversation and just walk away yeah which yeah it's great if you just never check it again you don't get pissed off so that's how i do there it. you I go look at the replies following the old tyler the creator advice just look away from the screen yes how is cyberbullying real just look away from the screen you yes. don't need to but you you can uh. use they have some built-in tools like muting that shit and you can just like on reddit you can't mute it but you can open your inbox in another tab and then clear the notification mm -hmm. and then never look, actually look in that tab. And that's what I do. So yeah. <laughs> what, what else is on Yahoo news? Um, other than those clowns and clowngress, other than those goddamns, yeah. you know, uh, by well, by clowneral <laughs> system. There's a murder suicide in Utah, but there was also a murder suicide in North Carolina. Uh, I like murder suicide. It's like the hyphenate name. Like, uh, it, it sounds like when people uh, decide not to choose one name in marriage and hyphenize their name. Is hi, I'm uh, William Johnson Ryan. Hi, I'm William Murder Suicide. What? What if? What if Carl Murder and Jim Suicide got together and they decided to hyphenate their names? That's what it sounds like. Fox, I mean, not uh, Fox News, Yahoo News, is it sucks. They're just linking to various <laughs> Fox News things. It sucks. Um, so, well, they're all informed by Fox News. Yeah, basically. There's no there's no real news. There's no real news, there's unless no. you want to hear about family killings. There's been some family killings uh, yeah, recently. Not even news, though. There's apparently been, like, a murder-suicide in a family every week for 20 years in America. So yeah. it's literally not news anymore. That really is sort of like uh, one of the most American things you can do. There is a prevalence among family killers to be uh, white and middle class and sort of have uh, th their expectations yeah. in life have not been met. The er example for this is John List, the serial killer. He wasn't a serial killer. He was the family murderer, John List. And he was a boring-ass accountant, and he couldn't keep up with his lifestyle, and so he killed his entire family. And then got away with it for a while as well. Uh, and I feel that that's feel that's like an American thing where it's like, you know, this is the land of second chances. And here's the ultimate second chance, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you what we need. We need an American pope. Okay. We, we There has never been an American pope. Well, there's, right now we have an American pope, but he's South American. He's South American. Uh, we need yeah. a North American pope. We need a pope we from Canada. We need a Canada. big fat Texas pope. We need a pope from Canada. We need a pope from Canada. Oh, yeah, well, the gays don't like him very much. And, you know, but love the sinner, hate the sin. Oh, but, but that really means you hate them. But you gotta, you gotta just sit down with them and explain to them. Yeah. Hey, you gotta quit doing what you're doing now, okay? Because, like, if you do it too much, then... God doesn't like that because the purpose of oh. it, of the penis is to make a baby. Yeah, you can't you can't use the penis for anything else. You know, we would love to be playing hockey with our penises. <laughs> we would love to be, you know, doing all sorts. We would love to be ladling out syrup. We would love to be dipping our penises in syrup. But no, that's only it's only for ejaculation and procreation. And now, as the Canadian Pope, it's my honor to give you the. I'm switching into New York guy. He's Italian. Uh, he's he's been in Italy for a month. Oh, I'm the Pope. Now I have this is a Canadian Italian accent. Uh, it's getting it's getting too hard. My brain is is like hot yeah. wired just to go <laughs> Your into accent Italian. Work. Um, a Canadian Pope with the Eucharist is like now. I know in Canada you like hockey, and I know the Eucharist is shaped a little like a puck, 
but you gotta <laughs> resist it, okay? You can't be playing hockey with the body of Jesus. You can't play hockey. No, that's because he'll be feeling that. That's really <laughs> the body of Christ, and he'll be going, "Ow, ow!" And he, the, he, the boy's already suffered enough. You know, leave him alone. He's Jesus for Christ's sake. Like that line. <laughs> I love that line. It's it's, it's clever. Uh, we're we just, smart we guys. just did some blasphemy live on air. Live on air, Blad. We're we're bringing back atheism. We're bringing back 2009 style Reddit atheism. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, I really do feel that way. Like my my anti religious bug is is starting to wiggle around in my head. Even though I know that uh, there's plenty of good Christians or whatever ones that have the political ideals that line up with mine right. well, it's, it's you know the, why don't we uh, compromise and only target the ones with podcasts <laughs> only target yeah uh, because red scare is pro catholic we get to rag on the catholics sorry you have the you have the horrible women in your corner so you <laughs> nah, I, I don't want to talk smack about red scare there yeah maybe weird, they'll but... come on the show one day so. yeah we should get we should get red dasha on the show Oh I'd rather god. have her than a- Anna. Seems a little intense, but I think I could vibe with Dasha. Oh my god! I would like uh, them both to come on. Yeah, sure. They're yeah. They're. I haven't listened to them. Are their politics that right as right wing as everyone says they are? Hmm. I don't know. Last time I listened to them was like a, over a year ago. Yeah, I have no interest in that anymore. It's weird how they sort of got reproduced in culture. It, at first, you know, uh, it was Dasha actually being on Succession, and then you had those characters that were based off of them in the White Lotus. Which characters? And in the, the first White Lotus, yeah. uh, the two horrible teenage girls who are like, uh, yes, Oh, are they really? Uh, that's funny. Yeah, Mike White specifically told them to listen to Red Scare because that's that's who these characters are based on. Oh, but then one of them like has like a sincere relationship with... Uh native hawaiian yeah but and that ends ends terrible if you haven't seen white lotus season one or two they're great show mike white is a genius of writing unlikable characters yeah i like mike white like his writing he, he he's good at like internal monologue stuff like yeah he knows he knows what people are like he really uh, spent some time observing people you can tell yeah there there's like a real lived in quality to his character well i was comparing it the other day to like uh, there, there's been a couple horrible rich people things to come out recently. Uh, one is White Lotus season two, and the other is uh, Glass Onion. Glad, did you see Glass Onion? I did. Steven? I saw it the night I got back from Christmas vacation, so it was kind of nice to zonk out to a movie like that. And you know, just the kind of movie I need after traveling all day. You don't really have to pay attention. Yeah. The movie Glass Onion is it's it's a very the very definition of a three star movie. It's a very okay. You're never bored throughout it. It's relatively stimulating. There's a lot of camera movement. There's a lot of cuts. You know, there's a lot of uh, clever visual work that sort of masks the annoyingness of the script. Script can kind of be a little annoying. Ryan really, Johnson has that really annoying like, quality. I like Daniel Craig doing that accent. Yeah, he could do that accent all day long. It's like butter. I dare say, forsooth, you weasel. I I, I don't know how That's to do close. Benoit That's blank dialogue. Close. I say, I say. I, everyone's doing Foghorn Lakehorn, and they say, and people were getting mad because it's like Benoit Bank, Benoit Blank talks. You know what Benoit Blank talks uh, like? You know those like bad Orson Welles. Uh, atten- those yeah. bad Orson Welles things where uh, Orson Welles is too wordy where in real life Orson Welles would just call someone a stupid fuck mm-hmm. you know they make it they make it be like oh and this fusillanimous teetotaler was at me and my, you know using a bunch yeah, of they talk like five dollar words you know they use too many big words they use gormless a lot they use the word gormless I like the word gormless gormless is a great word it's not a real word it's a made up word by the communist uh, trying this to, is the communist the CIA communist plot to make us the a communist podcastitariat. They're trying to they're trying to turn us into Democrats. You, you got to join the join the post left where we don't use big words. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Okay. We, we hate and, women. Yeah, we hate minorities. And we, and you, we hate trans and people. You're going to have a wife and and you're going to have a kid and 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 um and you're not going to be you're not going to be alone. 
forever. Yeah. If you You're just... not going to be alone forever. Yeah. You're going to get a government girlfriend. <laughs> You're going to girlfriend by the government. <laughs> They're going to redistribute girlfriends to yeah, you. This, this, from little... each according to his ability, from each according to his girlfriend, to each according to his girlfriend. <laughs> it's a little too online for maybe some of our listeners, but probably not. Probably you all know what we're uh, talking about. The Yeah, we all know what we're talking about. The post left... The funny. I don't think they're even called that anyway. They, no. It's it's such a non it, it's such a non uh, movement. They're just right wing. It's not even they're not even meaningfully left wing in any way. Who are, who are like, the representatives of that? Has Jackson oh, he, Hinkle, the yeah. MAGA communist? I think uh, I don't know if they're banned or back on Twitter, but um, they're like uh, people are like the reason young men are embracing fascism is because fascism promises them girlfriends while leftism says you don't automatically get a girlfriend and yeah i, I saw that take but yeah i think fascism saying the enslaving women part of that first what's this you said about enslaving women that's like that's sort of even if you're not getting laid that should still provoke you as being sort of a bad thing right you, 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 like, it's worth not getting laid if it means not enslaving the women, you know. That seems like a basic precept. I I think the number of young men who are on Twitter falling into that argument are lower than, like, the number of men who are, young men who are, like, becoming right-wing because of, like, guns and trucks and country music, so... Yeah. Let's go after the, those instead. We're blaming country music. Country, yeah, but they, they blamed... They blamed goddamn Marilyn Manson for Columbine. I blame Toby Keith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love my truck. I love my land. I love they, they should start people. all ostracizing the country kids in school, being like, you're weird and violent. <laughs> and then they... they... Yeah. Where is emo country? Why don't we have emo country? I don't know. Um, I don't think emo survived. No, what are you talking about? Emo's bigger than ever. What? Really? That's so, yeah, that's didn't so... you, don't you remember that Machine Gun Kelly song with with Willow Smith? Oh, right. I'm in love with an emo girl. <laughs> but um, it's not just that emo, like, especially Midwest emo, where it's where it's like a guy doing very intricate guitar patterns that go... And the guy's going... Why did she break up with me? That's she it. broke up with me. That's pretty good, dude. Do you want to start making music like that? Start a Midwest emo band. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, why the, is she breaking up with me? Like she the, was my heart. I'm too she unplugged. She was my heart. <laughs> I'm too unplugged to really confidently say anything. So anytime you hear me be like, "Oh, that's not a thing," do not do not trust me because I I only know a couple of things now. Like, yeah, I don't really keep up with uh, a lot of things. Like. I think the thing I keep up with the most is was like uh, the subreddit called Our Public Freakout. So he, <laughs> yeah, the public immolations. You yeah, know, the so, you're a bad person if you're watching this. So most recently, subreddit. this is what I know about in my brain. My this is my smart thoughts. Um, this is what I know about. Like recently, I think yesterday, someone posted a video of a guy in a hotel pushing around like the hotel clerk, like a little lady, and then the security guard comes up with a lamp and clocks him with a lamp. Pretty great. Uh, another video. That's great. He got justice served. Yeah. He and really got lamped. Another video that's been going around is this uh, they're at a bowling alley, and this lady hits her husband with a bowling ball really Whoa. hard, and he falls down and is knocked out. And then she, then she bowls a perfect strike with it. <laughs> that's a, that's great. It's the best. That's and a fantastic she's video. She's like bleeding and and probably has brain damage, and she's just like doing her doing her bowling so uh that's unbothered what I yeah. in her lane mm-hmm. that's right we're making comments on videos but in an audio format yeah, you've well, heard youtube you've heard youtube comments but have you heard them in a podcast before i mean if we pivot to video um you know as you do when you when a podcast <laughs> reaches maturity you pivot to video um, uh, my only idea for pivoting to video is it's the first video we put on TikTok or whatever. Is it? Hi, this is House of Decline, and like all media properties, we're gonna pivot. And then you see me pivoting on my one foot, and then we switch to a different camera mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. video, and that's okay. <laughs> that's that's the only idea I have. Well, I was and thinking we move in together. 
Uh, okay, yeah. We do, we have a hype house. We we have a house that is on yeah. the Detroit Canada border, and right. half of it is in Canada and half of it is in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I think I think if we contact the government, they'll allow us to do that. Yeah, generally, and we with, draw a line down the middle of the house, like I love Lucy, except it's international borders. Yeah, so like you know, whatever the different laws are and customs, like I think poutine and um, what's something about Detroit? Uh, uh, that's like a food uh, thing. Oh, it's a food thing, I guess. Uh, they have a. Thing. They have good. They have good shawarma in Detroit. They do have good shawarma in Detroit. Um, what's like a? Okay, so we'll have a shawarma place, and then we'll have a poutine place. There you go. Mm, I'm getting hungry. My diet is ruined. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Well, thinking about shawarma, one of the best, one of the best sandwiches on earth. Is it's not really a sandwich. It's more of a wrap. Um, whatever. But we we don't have to we don't have to continue that old debate. The old sandwich debate. I think people like the sandwich debate. People fucking love the sandwich debate. People love debating if a taco is a sandwich or not. One of my uh, first ways I learned how to make a friend on the bus um, back when I was maybe <laughs> eleven was I was uh, with my friend Daniel, who uh, I had to stop being friends with because he was too into WWE wrestling, and my parents thought that was offensive. And they also oh. found a website where he used swear words like damn. So I was not allowed to see Daniel after they found out about that. Sad sad for me. Mm-hmm. He also got me into Limp Biscuit, which was very <laughs> That cool. rules. Daniel sounds cool. Daniel later became a, a small-time pot dealer, which was also very cool. Everything uh, you're telling me about this guy is like wrestling, Limp Biscuit, pot dealer. He sounds sounds like the man. Well, his his parents were getting a divorce and my mom was dying of cancer, so we were like I was like it's like, dude, it's just you and me because like every the tragedy world's, buddies, yeah. the world's going to shit, like because of all of these things. And how about on the bus? What we do is we imagine like the tastiest food that we want to eat right now. <laughs> you you did hook, that was hook. Basically, now that you're saying that, it makes me very sad. But yes, I did hook with Daniel. We were, we were on the bus, like, very hungry, and I was like, what if we had like twelve tacos with all different kinds of meat in them? And then we had the cheese and the hot, and he was like, okay, well, what if we did like a crunch wrap, and then we put the put a tor- soft tortilla around the hard shell taco, but there's cheese in between. And so that's how we became friends. And then, you know, uh, overreacting parents made us stop being friends, which sucks. So, you know, don't do that. Your parent. That's that's the story of the fox and the hound, except one of you didn't have to murder the other one later i mean that's I would a pretty go, heavy story for kids i would go over to his house we would do wrestling moves on like each other with like as we would get the mattresses down it we yeah, had a great yeah. time it's classic classic kid activity i was very upset when my parents stopped told me i couldn't be friends with them anymore and then he got kicked out of school or whatever or left because this, this he was he was a pot dealing limp biscuit well he head, wasn't dealing you know, pot he, then, he didn't fit in he didn't fit in because he was like a little too you know he wasn't right-wing catholic enough he didn't he was a little too much like the crow he wouldn't conform you had to conform or you would get kicked out basically so mm. did, you, did <sighs> you ever regret that you conformed that you weren't a little more like daniel oh I, you, you I, didn't I was mean to everyone so <laughs> i made the, made my teachers upset <laughs> yeah I mean, that whole thing with the hockey puck of, of Jesus's uh, body, I basically made a joke like that and got into a lot of trouble. Right. They don't want you joking about the Eucharist. Hell no, they don't. And you know what? I like, I don't know. I was, I just upset them because I was like, I'm an atheist and a Democrat. And they were like, no, no, you can't be either of those things. You're going to go mm-hmm. to hell. What about your relationship with God? And I was like, what God? I listen to Rage Against the Machine. Your only God is violence. See, I, I had such a different experience because um, I went to a rich boy fancy school, mm-hmm. but there was a decent portion of the school which was not only uh, left wing, but like actually open to communism. I guess mainly because it's from Canada and there's sort of like a Canadian intelligentsia that always bears a, a wing of socialism in its heart. But uh, yeah, I remember for me, like rebelling was being a like a mm-hmm. libertarian piece of shit. And like saying, well, all of the people who are smarter than me, like say they like communism. So I'm just going to troll them by, by becoming a Penn and Teller style libertarian. That's funny. 
I think it's also the appeal of libertarianism when you're a teenager is because it's the contrarian uh, political philosophy. Yeah. What if smoking was good for you, actually? Whoa, libertarian. Whoa, you bet you didn't think of that. Yeah, the government and, is kind of like your parents, so. Yeah. <laughs> no rules, man. No bedtime, <laughs> man. No soda, man. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay up real late. Yeah, there are no bedtimes in the libertarian commune, and then everyone wakes up really tired. And, uh, you know, that's why we need government-mandated girlfriends and bedtimes. You know, that's what we'll have. Dude, that, that, the thing about the, with the fascists and, like, the promising of girlfriends, like, I was not aware that was a platform. Is that yeah, ever- that's a huge thing. That's Jordan Peterson. That, that originates... Not, I guess it doesn't originate with Jordan Peterson, but he popularized an idea amongst his cohort of, like, sexual redistribution. Oh, he man, he, he so tweeted weird. that out once. That's so which weird. Is... It's not that hard. You just have to not be a total loser, freak, weirdo guy. Yeah, you, you really... The only thing you need to do is... And I learned this very... You know, I learned this in college. Someone actually sat me down and explained it to me. The only thing you need to do to be socially popular is to ask questions and be genuinely interested in people. Like, don't don't fake it. Figure out a way to be actually genuinely interested in what people have to say. Because you're always just three questions away from someone, even the dullest person on earth, revealing some crazy shit about themselves. And, you know, that makes it easier to get interested in people as well. And once you're genuinely interested in people, that's what makes people attracted to you. It's not... It's not hard conceptually. It's hard for me to do because, you know, I'm very narcissistic and I doubt anyone is as interesting as I am. So I'm always having to put on airs, making it seem, you know, yeah. it, it does take effort. It does take mental effort to get over that initial hump of like, well, who the fuck are you? No one is special. I'm not special. But when you realize, no, Mr. Rogers was right. People are special. Everyone is special in that. Everyone is unique. And just because everyone is unique, it doesn't take away from their uniqueness. You know, that's sort of the that's sort of the thesis of the Incredibles, which people remember they talk about cartoons again. But in the Incredibles, Brad Bird, who whose movies recurrently have this sort of Ayn Randian objectivist philosophy behind them, including in Tomorrowland. Less so in the Iron Giant, but um Love it, the it, Iron Giant. Yeah, I yeah, love the Iron Giant. Love it's it. a great movie. Great. Great picture. Great movie. Great movie, the Iron Giant. Uh, but um, in The Incredibles, which is also a very good movie, very uh, fun. I loved it as a kid. But the, the thesis is uh, Mrs. Incredible says in the car to her son, Dash, everyone is special, Dash. And then Dash says, that means no one is. Which is, you know, that's the Ayn Rand philosophy in a nutshell. The attempt to turn everyone into something mediocre suggests that everyone has the same use value. Right, and The is, Incredibles, of course, came out when you were 27. Yes, that it came but, out when I was 27. I am, I am 58 now. That's true, yeah. I am 58 years old right now. And, and I am 15, My best days are behind And you are grooming yeah. me. I am grooming you, yes. And we are rolling uh, that's, 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 that's been my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that movie? What's that movie? Um... Tim, I'm Timothée Chalamet. You're Timothée. Oh, it's called it's Call Me By Your Name? Yes, Call Me call me By My Name, Alex. I'm Call Me By Your... Hey, Timothée. 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 He was <laughs> he was seducing Army Hammer. He was the predator. In, I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name. I'm call Me By My Name. Gay. Call Me Timothée. Call Me Timothée. Call, call Me, me By Your Name. Call Me, call me Timothée. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? That's funny. Um... Fucking, uh, I, what are the gay canon movies that I've seen, haven't seen? Uh, e2 Mama Tambien. I haven't seen E2 Mama Tambien. I should say, though. It is gay, yeah. Is it's it a very gay movie, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was right. Um, you got it. You got it. You I, I were thought, correct. I thought they had like a, is it like a, a guy, guy, is it, is it MMF, the threesome that they have, or is it FFM? I, I you, uh, the devil's threesome. Well, is it, isn't the here? whole thing about Itu Mama Tambien is that they have like a threesome or something? I don't know. I've never seen the movie. I haven't seen but it I know it, it is vaguely queer. I've only seen it has Andor, something to do with which is the same thing. It's <laughs> yeah, it has it has the guy in it <laughs> as Diego Luna. <laughs> is that Diego Luna and Andor? Yeah, it's I don't, the Itu Mama Tambien. It's got both of them. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. And, and then it's got that guy, that Skarsgård guy, and then and then that's what they do. They have a little. There's like a 
a weird threesome in a spaceship. Hey, Stellan Skarsgård, <laughs> suck my penis, Tia Goluna. <laughs> All of my sons are very attractive. You could have your pick of any of them. Yeah. Mm. It's so funny how the, the Skarsgård dynasty, mm -hmm. they, they, they really uh, make me laugh. I like how there's one for every occasion, too. Like, they're not all the same. Like, a Bill Skarsgård is a very different flavor than an Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Bill Skarsgård, you want a guy who's a little a little wild, a little freaky looking. Alexander Skarsgård is the guy you hire to be Viking man. Yeah, super, super cut, super ripped. Yeah. Has, um, has a long horse face with beautiful cheekbones, piercing blue eyes. Uh, I, the Northman has since come to, uh, since come to streaming and I'm going to watch that. I'm going right, to set, set yeah. aside a time to I watch mean, the Northman. We did already Northmen. talk about it on, an, on a podcast. Yeah, We did, uh, Nope, Nope versus Northman, our N.O. movies that start with N.O. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I, it was, of course, a, it was uh, a great movie for no movies this year. I, of course, I, of course, posited that they are exactly the same, mm -hmm. uh, which I stand by. They're the same Same movie. movie. Same exact yeah. movie. Same plot. Um. But yeah, Northman's okay. I it's not as good as Nope, but it's okay. Yeah, I just yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for that. Got to kill a guy. Um, it's I, fun I like has, I just like any revenge shit, you know. Yeah, it's fun because it has Bjork in it. Sure, any movie with Bjork is good. Yeah. Dancer in the Dark, which I insist should be a queer canon movie, even though it doesn't have any queerness in it. There's something. I like I like with things that aren't queer. I like just saying they're queer for for no particular reason. Isn't that just doing critical theory? It's whoa, whoa! Take that critical theory. Here's what we're queer in today. It's me, James Lindsay. It is me, James Lindsay. No, how does he talks? He's more like a muppet. He's all over the place. He always sounds distressed. Only oh, they're coming out with the critical theory. Um, remember when he, he posted that, uh, man spreading photo of him with the lady who was turned out to be in the Nexium cult, was a big right. procurer for the Nexium yeah, Nikki cult. Klein. Nikki Klein. <laughs> yeah. people, and then people started calling him a pedophile for that. Yeah. That was Because, funny. yeah, you're, you're, you are in the same room doing the same thing as a pedophile. Yeah, apparently. Why are that... you showing, who are you showing your balls to, James Lindsay? Is it a child? Well, like immediately after this, like the vow came out and um, all of the stuff about Nexium, like the documentaries came out, she like hopped back on social media and started really trying to sort of save her career by latching on to right wing people. Mm -hmm. And I think some of them just didn't really do their homework. <laughs> um, like this guy, James Lindsay. Oh, this person has a lot of followers and they like me. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're yeah. a big celebrity, it turns out. Maybe I should do a background check. No, you never do a background check. That is uh, step one, never do a background check. If someone likes you, that means they're a good person. After all, if they weren't a good person, they wouldn't like you. Only good people like you. That That's like a very fun experience. Have you ever been in a situation where someone who is obviously like a bad and terrible person likes you and doesn't just like you, has like latched on to you? Cause like you, you're the only one that pays them heed. Hmm. Uh, I have not that I can think of, but I think that's something that's more that would happen to you anyway. Well, I yeah, I have like big eyes, which then the problem with being a big eyed person is that people think that you're uh, receptive. Right. <laughs> and people think that you are going to listen to them. I tend to give off more of uh, like grump zone vibes, so I don't really uh, people don't tend to do that. Like if I if I was somehow more cheery and jolly, <laughs> like you are, I don't know. Like have I had a better attitude? But like I'm you don't of... want it. You want to be. You want to look hostile. I mean, sometimes it pays off. But I was remembering this time from when I was working as a night security guard. Yeah, and. This lady who is also working as a night security card, she comes up to me and we, she starts talking to me and uh, I'm engaging her because that's the polite thing to do. And then she finally gets on to, oh, and yeah, that's why I have a Confederate flag on my car. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, what? <laughs> oh, you know, because it's not about it's not about hate. It's about history. And I'm like. And I'm, I'm like trying to make non-specific noises to you not gotta, agree yeah, you, or disagree with it be because like, I'm well, like, okay, well, what other things about history do you like? 
Is it just the, that one thing? <laughs> yeah. This lady eventually got fired for uh, pursuing a, a student. Uh, it, it was I was a night security guard at the college that I had just graduated from. Just also sort of embarrassing. You just graduated from school and you're busting kids for being in the barn smoking pot. Yeah, you should have done what I did, which was after graduating, be a landscaper for the college you just graduated from. Yeah, that would have been a. I would have significantly preferred that. Yeah, Uh, I had to finagle that one because I actually wasn't. Once you graduate, you're not really allowed to work. But I kind of convinced them because they were like, "Oh, we can pay him nine dollars an hour." (laughs) it's like great yep you sure did pay me hardly any money yeah yeah this lady yeah eventually yeah but don't what i what i also said what i said about how like just quizzing people there's just three questions in someone reveals something interesting about themselves that's also what they could reveal as interesting about themselves that they are indeed a terrible and weird person right (laughs) Yeah, and like you shouldn't pay them any heed. So, um, but yeah, it's funny when they they like you because they think that just because you've shown them the basic amount of courtesy, or people that d- tend to operate in places where there isn't a lot of that courtesy, you know, if you show them just the basic amount, they they get into you and think that oh you you like me. Mm. There's a sort of related to this tangentially a little bit. There's a crazy tweet that I saw. I think yesterday or the day before about how you, you shouldn't be friends with um people that you work with oh this person that's yeah that's a bad this advice per, this got thirty four thousand likes this person says i keep seeing takes on how remote work makes people lonely and i don't know how to tell you all this but if work is your main source of social interaction on a daily basis that's not healthy crying emoji that's what friends and social events are for and this in, yeah. this enraged me. I mean, there's some of there is like a kernel of truth in that, which is I think work shouldn't be as oppressive as it is, such that we had more time to participate in social activities. But I think as long as we're in the system, most of who you're interacting with on a daily basis, the real people that you're interacting with, are your coworkers. And I think it's very natural to want to make friends with people who are in the same situation as you. I mean, if you take a look at the person's profile, I'm not going to blow them up on here, but they appear to we're, be... We're putting them on blast. They appear we're, to be... Dox them. Let's dox them. A very attractive young woman. Okay. Who what, is, what does that have to do with this, Steve? Who is, like, looks to be, can't be older than 25. And it's like, okay, you wait until you're 35, and you have to go to work every day and yeah. you don't have time for fucking social events because you have to work all the time. What is like, you di- like fuck off, very privileged take like this person probably will not have to work like that. So uh, how do you, why, why? Cause they're pretty, what do you say? What uh, do you say now? Cause they're, they're rich coded. Okay. They're 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 wealth coded. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think. Uh, she, but she's ma- the, you know she's maybe the founder of a like NGO or something. Like she's like an obvious <laughs> rich person. It's like like founder of a of the thing. But that's it, that's also alien to me because you know one of the most rewarding experiences I have is doing this podcast with you. You know, and to some degree it is work, but. When you and your friends are doing a project that you believe in together, that's like the most rewarding thing on the planet, accomplishing something with someone, you know, and that's sort of like an uh, an ideal version that like a lot of communists in their head when they imagine their fantasy communist utopias. We get up and we raise the barn and we, we farm the land and afterwards we drink as, as friends because we know we've put in a hard day with like you don't have that fantasy of like building something with your friends. That's never entered into your mind? Oh, I got a totally different fantasy with regards to you. Say it one more time. Call me Uh, it. Call me it. Say it to me. Your name? My name. Uh, 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 What what is your name? Timote. Timote. If you want to hear us on the bonus pod every week achieve friendship goals... Go to patreon.com slash house of decline. That's H-A-U-S of decline. And for $5 a month, you get an extra bonus pod. And for $3 a month, 
you get a daily House of Decline comic, and they are good. They have been, you've been on a roll lately. Oh, Very you. funny every day. And you can join our Discord community and you get the comics in the Discord chat. In the fucking Discord. So you don't even we, have to go on the website. Steven, you're a computer wizard. You, you'll be you'll be privy to Steven's computer wizardry. I am a computer wizard. I have a robot that uh, will give you a masturbation euphemism on command. And I'm at, you, you've as got a speak, hat. As we it's speak, a, instead of stars and moons, it has motherboards and circuits we, on. As we speak, I am utilizing the newest in AI technology to generate more masturbation euphemisms by cleverly uh, evading their censorship techniques and convincing the computer that the masturbation euphemisms are actually euphemisms for something else. So um, subscribe on Patreon, go to our website, houseofdecline.com, and tune in next week, and we'll have another episode for you.